Falling program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-I.com. Misinformation podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Are they really dicks like they are on the show? Oh, yes. Yes. Lock it up. Lock it up. I'm fucking come zoning. Yeah, What's come the on. What the problem here? New uh, story. New story, right. Because what? your kid got told he was an asshole? Basically, that's what it boiled down to. If she cannot do that, maybe she should go work at fucking Popeye's Chicken or something. No, I take that back. We <laughs> last year or the year before, we had to write "Happy Birthday Jesus" on the cake. Wait, 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 wait. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 127.1. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. What the fuck? Bitches. Fuck you, Cubase. Ah. We may not be able to talk shit when other programs that we use screw us, but damn it, Cubase, we'll fuck you right off, yeah. you asshole. Ah, an entire fucking episode in the can yesterday. Yeah, pooper. Uh, yeah, that didn't work out so hot for us. No, and it was gold. Uh, what was? What are the fucking odds? I mean, it was just it's just gone, gone into the ether. Well, and I thought that Cubase and I had a fucking arrangement. Yeah. I thought you I thought have, things you guys were. Have had some times. Maybe right. things would be. I basically felt like I'm at the point now where I can run this fucking program with my eyes closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently it, I was wrong. It just fucked you. I was apparently I was very, 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 mm. very, very wrong. I went to edit it today, as a matter of fact, and I'm like, oh, I'll just get this edited, get it thrown up. Just put up a thing on Facebook yesterday. I know. Same. I said, Here hey, it comes. yeah, show me up, blah 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 blah. And then uh, I'm like, fuck, there's nothing there. Yeah. So I sent you a text message. It fucking digs you right in the throat. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the thing is, uh, it saved you though. Oh, I was in there. Well, no, it, it saved you because. Uh, uh, when we recorded yesterday, I was all pissed off at you because you didn't do the cafe oh, press yet. Sa- okay, no, yes, yes, it saved me. Yes, right, right, not right. Like no, your, no, my just your audio voice. track. No, like no, that no. would have been interesting. Just put that up. You just have me responding to everything you say. Like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck who? That'd have been just like Garfield without Garfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, me. Uh, yeah, so now we have a cafe press. We do have a cafe press yes. page. Do you want to yeah. tell them about cafepress dot com slash misinformation bitches. Not uh, just misinformation. Not no, no, misinformation, bitches. Bitches. they got to put that in. No, no they, they don't. don't. No, they don't. Uh, <laughs> one, one shirt available as of right now. I'm waiting on the original copies of the artwork for the other ones right. so that we can put them up proper. So if you're a winner, uh, looking at you, Matt Butler, 
And uh, who else? Who was the other? Who did the? I think he might have done two of them because mm-hmm. he did Sticky Kitty as well, I yeah. believe. And then yeah. the the winged the logo. winged M, yeah, yep. not the fancy ornate one, no, but no. like the kind of Wonder Womany. Yeah. One. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we need the preferably, preferably the .png if you have it. Yeah, but if you're not, that's cool. I can always convert it. All right, all right, uh, all right. and then we'll do that. Yeah, so uh, it'll be up. Uh, t-shirts twenty dollars, I believe. Yeah, twenty yeah. bucks. Twenty on bucks Cafe for t-shirts. Yep. And, uh, so ten uh, percent of your proceeds go to Misinformation Podcast. The rest go to make Cafe Press the uh, most, the uh, richest person in the world. Yes, because that makes me a little sick in my stomach. It makes them even yeah. pressier. Yeah, because what is what is the actual process cost them? Three dollars, probably. So course. they're looking at seventeen dollars profit. Bitches. Well, no, no, they're looking at fifteen dollars profit. Yeah. Yeah. God. Just to basically be alive. I know. <laughs> Fuckers. That's what we get for using a free service, I guess. You know, it's too bad you couldn't sign up on there, like, f- for your own shop, and then buy a bunch of shirts from them in bulk cheap. Right. And then still get to keep, like, the regular price of theirs, but you just get more of the markup than they do because you bought in bulk. Well, and I think if you if you pay, pay for their, for their premium. They've got a premium site, like four ninety nine a month, I think then you can set your markup. So yeah. like, we could we could sell the shirts for $25. But then that's just mean to the people, right? Right. Well, and what's your? You make seven fifty on them, then you make yeah. seven fifty on the shirt. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't really know. Because if you, yeah, if you only sell one that month and you pay the five bucks for the service, then you still only made two fifty on that shirt. So right. Fuck you, yeah. Cafe Press. Well, and the thing is, like, say we sell a shirt to every single listener we have, every single like regular listener, uh, we'll make four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Because we're making $2 a shirt uh, times 200 Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not real exciting. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> uh, speaking However, of- there, there's more than just shirts on there. They got right. coffee mugs. Did you design any of those? Stickers. Uh, one, you can apply. Our logo is applied to any product they have available in oh, okay. that shop. Oh, okay. So messenger bags, hoodies, all kinds of shit, really. Oh, great, great, great. Maybe get, I'll give me a messenger get bag. Get yourself a Fighting Ninjas uh, coffee mug because Dana's a design. I don't know if people remember it. It's got the whole guy that actually fell down the stairs. Oh, right, right, right. But right. he presents it as misinformation that I just beat up a bunch of ninjas and I got a little right. hurt in the you know, process. That'll look good on a coffee mug. Maybe it, I'll order it. It, it looks sharp on the coffee mug. Well, it's, you know, it's a nice looking mug. And like their additional stuff, like their, their tchotchkes, if you will, are yeah. pretty affordably priced. 20 bucks for a t-shirt's a little spendy. But some of but, the mugs and stuff, yeah, aren't quite yeah. as ridiculously gouged. And I think they're running a deal this week where you can buy one uh, mug and get like a small mug for well, free. Well, and it's the internet. You can't. Tell me that if you type in Cafe Press coupon code, you're not going to find one somewhere. Right. Come on, Google. Right, right, right. So, uh, but, you know, so we've got that. Um, it, that's it, not, we're not going to retire off it or anything. Fuck, we're not even going to buy Slim Jims off of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we also have, uh, we've been, re- the donations have been coming in a little bit. Sup- yes, surprisingly. Yep. And, and uh, yes, thank you. Yep, we got uh, Aaron from Tucson sent us a little something. And, so. and Anonymous. And an Anonymous. An Anonymous donor uh, was very generous. Yes. Uh, and not like, tell him Steve Dave generous, but uh, by our standards, very generous. Yeah. So, uh, like on that, we could go Slim Jimming, but we're not gonna. Yeah, we could go buy four Slim Jims, maybe. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, it's, it, no it, was, it, was, it was quite a bit more than that, but I'm not buying an iPad with it. Let's no, put it that way. No, it no. is fucking cold in here. It is, man. I'm going to have to put my coat back My on. tootsies are cold, man. I won't lie. My feet are a little chilly. Uh, so that being said, uh, the donate link uh, is misinformation.podbean.com. No www. Just misinformation.podbean.com. You can click on the donate link. I've also added a link now uh, if anybody is interested in advertising on the site they can click on the advertiser oh, link yeah. yeah um i'm not sure how that works though like i tried clicking on it and it made me log into podbean so i don't know so be our guinea pigs we have no idea what well, we're doing. yeah look at it and see what it does because huh. since it recognizes my computer i think it's always going to make me log into 
uh, my account, yeah. but uh, and I don't know what's entailed. Like I don't know if you can you know pay five dollars to advertise for a day or whether you have to do like a monthly subscription. I don't know how it works. Yeah. But, um, anything's better than nothing, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so so that being said, the donations uh, I've decided. Uh, and, and I've decided, so you just get wrapped into this as a mess. Uh, anyone who donates any amount, uh, before January 1st, yep. midnight, the morning as of January 1st. As the ball 1st, drops. Yep. Yep. The whole 10, 9, yep. 8. Yep. You're in there. Uh, we will record a bonus podcast that will only be available to those people who have donated. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we'll do is we'll send you a link and you'll be able to download the podcast from somewhere that isn't the website and that isn't iTunes. Right. So it'll be an exclusive bonus podcast to anybody who donates. Uh, if we get to what did we decide? Uh, if we get to five hundred, five hundred dollars. Yep. We'll do a. Uh, we'll bring the wives in. All right. We'll try to. They we're will. we're working on this. Did, did you talk, to Laura? She'll do it. Okay. So at at the very least, we'll have Jenny and Laura. Yep. Um, and possibly. Adam's wife as well. I haven't talked to her yet, but I talked to Jenny last night. And, uh, and I talked to Laura. Yep, and we'll do a 30-minute. It'll start as a 30-minute show. If it goes longer than that, great, um, where they uh, answer any questions that you email in. About us. About ex- us. Except for the one. Ex- yeah, except for the one, where do you work, because we won't fucking answer yet. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they'll answer any other question about us. Yep. You know, like, is Zach's wiener really that small? And it'll be a short answer, because it'll be Yes. <laughs> appropriate short answer right. i see what you did right 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 now, uh yeah you see what i did it'll i was, be, it'll I was be accurate a, it'll I was be a two inch answer <laughs> only if it's hard uh, uh was that 500 or was that no it's 500 because okay. then at a thousand then my idea was we do a video show yeah we do another video podcast and the reason that that's the higher amount is because the logistics of it are more difficult yeah, like making sure that we can be available at a time when people can actually watch yep you know it's easy for us to record in the afternoon when we're both free but nobody's home everybody has jobs they're yep. not going to be home to watch right. that so um uh, you know our friends in europe will be home yeah. because it's already eight o'clock at night right now for them yeah. but uh so yeah the logistics are tougher so we have to uh, do more planning for something like a video cast, but we haven't done one of those this year. No, so and it, it would be fun. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the plan. We get to a thousand, we'll do a video cast and we get to 500. We'll have the wives on to answer questions. Yes. So, and whether or not we'll Skype people in to ask questions that's or, uh, we might do something like that, but we'll definitely take email questions. Yeah. I would rather Skype people in just because, well, it'd uh, be fun and more interactive, dude. Right. And, and, and I can sit there and run the Skype because I'm not, Messing with the show. Yeah, the ladies know. are carrying yeah. that one. Yeah, we'll be here with them, but we will not stop them from answering anything. That's we'll, true. Unless it is job related. The unapproved. Yep. yep. Anything oh, else? Yeah. We just have to sit by and get run over, basically. Uh, well, sort of. Kind of. I, I will <laughs> add one more caveat. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. It, it can't be job related, or it cannot, in any way, shape, or form, put our jobs or livelihood in, in jeopardy. The answer to the question. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes. Yes. You know, like, did you ever kill a man just to watch him die? And if the answer were yes, I can guarantee we both get fired. Yeah, you think? <laughs> right. Maybe, I'm just yeah. saying, you know, fired or go to prison. Yeah. Well, um, you know. You know. <laughs> so, so I, it's just, you know, use good judgment. I mean, but try to think of creative questions too, you know, you know. Yeah, don't, it's don't a just rare, call. rare opportunity. Don't just be like, so are they really dicks like they are on the show? Oh, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're actually really, well, actually they, they hold back a little on the show. They're assholes. Right? Yeah. You don't oh, want to be yeah. around these guys. They don't, they're, they're their friends. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's what you get. Um, so that's our goal for that because ideally what would be awesome, like $500 will pay for our hotel room two nights in, yeah. uh, in Atlanta at DragonCon. And the thing is, if we can offset those types of costs, like buying the buying the plane ticket is cheap. 
Um, yeah. The travel expenses are cheap. It's the the hotel, and then um, probably we'll have to buy passes this year. I don't know that we'll be able to wrangle yeah. press passes because we don't we don't have a real um, like a multimedia website that we're partnering partnering with anymore. Yeah. Right now, uh, Palaver is strictly message boards, and they'll branch out into blogs and stuff in a while. But uh, probably not in time no, to loop us into that because DragonCon is anal, man. Like you which would is, swear which to is God weird because you know. They're like C2E2 is supposed to be a big deal. Right. But from what I've what I've gleaned, you can uh just be affiliated to a podcast and still possibly you can at least submit an application for press credentials. I don't right. know that you'll get them. Right. But whereas with DragonCon, that's not even an option. You have no. to be affiliated yeah. with a website. And you, and, and you have to uh, submit examples of your work. Yeah. And, I mean, and the thing is, like, they treat it like you're trying to, you know, apply to be in the Enroll White in House. the Secret Service or the, and shit. The White House press corps. Yeah, you there know? you go. But, but the thing is, what it's such a huge con that they don't want just... Joe podcast. There's going to be us. enough people there. That, yeah. Well, the, the whole time we're standing in the press party, I think Weller's what fucked us because the whole time we're standing in the press party two years ago, he's like, they're going to find out we're frauds. They're going to, I'm like, dude, we're not frauds. We're here. We're mingling. We're, you know, we're going to give them props on the show. We're going to write articles. We're not frauds. Yeah. He's like, we're not, we're not legitimate press. The guy we were just talking to works for the Atlanta newspaper. I'm like, yeah, but there's all kinds of press. It's not yeah. just, you know, but, uh, yeah, he, he <laughs> fucked us. He outed us. Yeah. They heard him over there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah it's just it it'll we'll be a lot more likely to be able to go and then i guess you know the average listeners asking themselves well do i give a shit if they go or not and i'm like well if we go then we record a show while we're there with everybody who's there and we get to do a lot of cool stuff and the show keeps going yeah you know now by no means am i saying if you don't if send you donations don't sponsor the, us yeah, to the, Dragon Con, the show's fucking done but it just it helps you know and and it's a lot easier to do a show like this uh, if you have that pressure release of, oh my God, I don't have to worry about whether I'll pay my mortgage if I go do this thing to talk about on the show. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Right. So, yeah. Um, fuck you, Cubase. <laughs> what a shit day. Yeah, Cubase poops out. Uh, I, I leave work to come here and have a completely pancake tire. Yeah. It's flat as fuck. Did, uh, did you find out what caused it? Uh, yeah, they didn't find anything in the tire, but when they like put it in the tank, like the to roll it and watch for air bubbles, they right. said around the weights. Oh, okay. Air, so yeah. I don't know if at some point that just but so they just took it off, resealed it, put new weights on, and they did it for free. Oh, so, so same tire and everything. Yeah. Oh, really? So thank you, Sam. You know, sometimes when the weather changes, that'll, like that'll you know, because it's it's rubber, so yeah. it expands and contracts with the heat. Yep. So maybe it just got kind of off kilter on the weights and it that's, wasn't sealing anymore. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. <sighs> this has been what that's it fucking uh tune out boredom time yeah. on this yeah there you have it american <laughs> handyman <laughs> uh do you ever find out if there's a chuck this week no fuck i was gonna see yeah. try to watch it last night and nothing so you tried to watch it no and i was gonna and oh. I, I think i messed with cafe press for a while and then i didn't do anything um i've literally been editing video for the last three days so i finally got finally got it done like my first project yeah i'm, I'm, working, on, I'm working on this one now. yeah that'll be fun i figure it's appropriate we'll try it yeah but uh i was i was uh working on the one for uh the two guys that showed up on their day off dicks yeah so, <laughs> so i went through and uh, edited out every instance where dante says i'm not supposed to be here today yeah. i'm clerks as well as any reference another character makes to him 
being there when yeah. he shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, and and then put it to uh, Huey Lewis working for a living, and I think it turned out really goddamn good. Well, it syncs that music syncs up really nice to when Jay's outside dancing to the beatbox. If like, I didn't know better, I would swear to God he was dancing to Huey Lewis and yeah, it's pretty, like it's even like his arm gestures and everything hit. It yeah. must be the same tempo. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think. Yeah. That's all I know about music. So it works. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, yeah, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> have mm-hmm. you been, been watching anything in the, in the news lately? Not since yesterday. No, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I, read an, I read an article. Uh, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I read an article. <laughs> oh, kill me. Hey, wait a minute. Did you send uh, that girl, Neil, her present? I'm doing that today. Are you? Yep. Did you get? Or an, I'm gonna email her today. I oh, didn't okay. do it yesterday. I yeah. did the other stuff yesterday. Get an email for, out to her. Find out if she gets uh, same mail to the same place right. and whatnot. Yep. Um, lock it up. Lock it up. I'm fucking come zoning. On. Yeah, what come the fuck's on. my problem here? News uh, story. News story. Right. Okay. So I read a news story in the paper the other day that said uh, that a five year old child had been voted out of their class by their classmates. <clears throat> um, and that's not the worst part. The, they were voted out of their class. They took it to court. And the judge awarded them three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Three hundred over a quarter of a million dollars, because because what, your kid got told he was an asshole. Basically, that's what it boiled down to. Because what here's what the teacher did. Okay, the teacher took a class vote, five years old, kindergarten, right? Five. Takes a class vote uh, to find out if they should kick the kid out of class. Takes a class vote among the other kids, wow. and then part of the vote was that all the kids. Uh, were afforded an opportunity to stand at the front of the class and tell that kid why they didn't like him. Huh. Okay. Now, now keep in mind, it's not just like the kid was a little awkward or something. Apparently, he was a, a, really a, a troublemaker. Like yeah. Right. And yeah. And, and so uh, all the kids got up there and did that. And, and the only problem – I have two problems with it. All right? Problem number one is the $350,000. Yeah. Okay? Problem number two is think of how many people we know all right, that would have benefited from being, told, being five years old and being told, look, what you're doing is obnoxious. Or, Or – Hey, you're the kid in class that smells like a foot wedged in an ass crack. Right, exactly. Because because then maybe they wouldn't still smell like that today. Right, right. I know there's that kid still. Oh yeah. I guess the thing I have a problem with though is I don't know, I don't know whether I feel like it was right for them to be able to put the kid on blast like that. But whether it is or isn't, where was the principal in all of this? Right. Yeah. Uh, principal. Yeah. That's basically just a uh, ceremonial position. <laughs> well, because like I was, I was actually talking. Uh, about this a little bit at work the other day with somebody, and uh, they said that like at the school their kids go to, mm-hmm. it's a smaller town, smaller school, right? A union, I think maybe somewhere like that. Oh, uh, the, oh the, there. I don't know. No, <laughs> maybe <laughs> not there because they live in Trayer. No, they don't. They live in like. Uh, you're just making things. Cloutier, Cloutier is where. Now you're just making. Stuff no, I swear off. to God, Cloutier. <laughs> Fuck you. It's not even a real word. <laughs> the, uh, the principal there, I guess, will literally he will drag the kids out of class himself. Like the ones that are being little bastards. Like well, he actually involves himself in what's going on in his school. Well, and here's the problem. You, you use the caveat of, well, that's a small school. Well, the whole purpose of a principal is to organize the teachers in a large school yeah. because there's so many. Yeah. In a small school, you shouldn't even need a principal, yeah. right? Because what do you have, four teachers? You know yeah, what I mean? Right. But the school, our kid goes to, God damn it. You are blowing <laughs> up to Well, that's the whole point of being. It's that fucking Joe Solomonese again, the guy from the Human Rights Alliance. Uh, that just keeps sending you those personal yes. touch your touchy-feely uh, yeah. love letters. Like, oh, thank you for everything you do. I don't. I haven't done anything but downloaded a Facebook app, Joe. <laughs> that's all I've done. And now I'm going to delete it. <laughs> uh, uh, 
that's the problem we're having right now is uh, the kid's been kicked out of two things in school without us being notified that there is a problem. Okay, and I will be the first to admit that that kid is sometimes a pain in the ass to deal with. Okay, but the problem is if you're not involving parents in the fucking decisions, okay, you're fucking up as a teacher. So we're trying to set up a meeting with the principal. And you can't get him, can you? Fucking principal is dodging us every chance she gets, man. And she'll send us stupid emails back like, uh, well, I need to know more about the issue. You fucking know what the issue is. Well, okay, because if they need to know more about the issue, why are they talking to you instead of the teacher who started the whole fucking process anyway? And, like, you're not going to be like, most parents are probably like, well, my kid's innocent anyway. Like, no. you would go to the teacher and be like, what's the right. fucking deal? Then you'd go to the parents and be like, all right, what's the fucking deal? Right. Well, and then, and my whole outlook is, if he's fucking up in class, I guarantee you, if it's brought to our attention, he won't fuck up a class anymore. Right. We had the same problem with his choir teacher. His choir teacher kicked him out of choir. Jenny gets a hold of the choir teachers, like, no, that's not how that works. Yeah. You have to give us an opportunity to fix their behavior. Yeah. It's not like, you know, an ex- you know, that'd be like expelling a kid from school and you never knew that they had been truant 14 times. Right. Like, hey, your kid hasn't been coming to school, so they're expelled now. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is the first time hearing about it. Why didn't you call me? No shit. They, they're children. They're not responsible for themselves yet. Yeah. You know, like, that's our fucking job. Yeah. Okay, so part two to the problem, okay? They have a pie sale for the PTO. Oh, yeah, I remember right. you okay, right. mentioning this. Right before yeah. Thanksgiving. The pies were supposed to be delivered the day before Thanksgiving, the last day of school, before the, the little break, short yeah. Thanksgiving break. Jenny goes to pick up the pies. There's nobody there. The office is locked up. Uh, there's The only people that are there are the the um, like the little like college kids that yeah. run the after-school program. So they don't know. They don't work for the school. They, yeah. you know, So they don't know what the fuck's going on. So uh, we sent out an email and I find out – I sent out an email to a, a girl that we know that's in the PTO and I find out that, uh, oh, we just decided – they decided not to do pies. OK. Well, you have our fucking check uh, because he turned in all of his stuff. They have our check for the pies. We were counting on those pies. I was going to say, bigger issue, yeah. Yeah. For, if for I ordered pies for Thanksgiving, I right. probably didn't make any. Exactly. And, and so and, – but we hear nothing from them. Still haven't heard anything. So she – as part of her email about him getting kicked out of the sports program after school. Said, oh, uh, by the way. Right. And the whole thing he got kicked out of the sports we talked about on the show was the whole uh, calling names. Yeah. Calling him fatty. Fatty. Oh, oh boy. Oh. That's the worst thing that's yeah. ever happened in a school, yeah. I'm oh, sure. Oh, darn. Um, so – but – so she, as part of that email about him getting kicked out of that deal, she says, and by the way, could you find out what happened with the pies? I never received any information about it. Was something sent home? And she goes, I'll, I'll uh, forward it to the PTO. The PTO is the ones who fucked it up. Yeah, don't, don't forward me, don't forward the prog- problem to the organization that already made the mistake. You are the fucking top of the food chain in that school. You need to be fucking responsible for what your retarded fucking employees are doing. Like the PTO, granted they're run by parents, but it is the parent-teacher organization, okay? And so you are responsible ultimately for the fucking decisions they make and how those decisions are carried out as part of your school, which you are supposed to be the administrator of. Yes, and an administrator does what? Ah, administrates. Yes. 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 Administrates, delegates, and supervises. Apparently they don't. No. They don't. They don't. She stands out in front of the school once a week and greets kids as they come in, and then she hides. She doesn't fucking do anything. She's not doing her job. Wow. You know, if she was a fucking captain on a ship, there'd be a mutiny. Actually, there wouldn't even need to be a mutiny because she's not fucking controlling anything. Yeah. You know. Ah, it's just it's God. It's frustrating because it's like you want parents to be involved, and parents try to get involved, and you blow them off. Fuck you. I. They. She works for me. Every fucking – in every way of looking at it, she is my employee. 
Yeah. I pay her fucking salary, okay? I own property. I pay property taxes. My property taxes pay for the money that goes in her fucking pocket. Mm -hmm. She works for me. I have hired her to make sure that my child has a federally mandated education. If she cannot do that, maybe she should go work at fucking Popeye's Chicken or something. <laughs> right? Okay, because if you can't handle being an administrator, maybe you need to work in fast food. Go work at Wendy's. Work at Taco Bell. Do something where your job is not raising America's children. Right. right? Don't fuck up these kids because you're a fucking lazy twat. There. Done. All right? Makes me angry. Well done. Makes, and I'd like to go on record saying I have not said what school he goes to, okay, but I'm angry. Sure. Free speech, bitches. Rightfully so. Now, if I named her, then then be in a yeah, little bit of not a, so much free speech. There'd then, be a more right? slippery slope. Yeah. So, what? How does the how does the the saying go? Uh, my my freedom to swing my arm stops where their nose begins. Yeah. Or something <laughs> you know? like that. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, God, it just make God, it makes me angry. You know, you're just trying to do the right thing for your fucking kids, and and it's being sabotaged by the educational system. It's yeah, that's pretty bad. Dude. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oof. I don't know. Oh, fuck. Dumb, dumb, dumb. I've been watching a lot of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah? Uh, did, did you watch when it – have you watched the show? A little bit off and on, not so religiously, not but I just picked up the first season for like 14 bucks. Really? I'm going to um, – And I'm, this won't ruin anything for you, but like they try to do a lot of nods to the old cool. to the old series, um, especially in the first season. Mm-hmm. And at one point in the first season, they uh, rescue a child named Boxy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not shitting you when I say that that fucking kid disappears <laughs> after like five episodes. You never see that fucking kid again. Wow! Like just no explanation. Like he he's constantly in the background of of every episode after until all of a sudden and just poof. Wow! Poof! Like yeah, we're done dealing with this little I'll shit. To check that out. That's yeah, weird. And uh, what was the? You remember the old show? Yeah. What was the fucking little robot's name? I don't remember. Oh, fuck. He had a goofy name, like mm-hmm. Jiggly or something like that. <laughs> Jiggly? Why would you name a robot <laughs> no, I don't, Jiggly? I don't know. What it, was. it was something like Doopy or something. I don't yeah, remember what weird. his fucking name you. was. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, fuck. Jiggly the robot. Oh. That sounds weird. I don't know if I like yeah. that. Um. <laughs> uh. Jesus. Uh, but it, it, it bothered me. I was laying in bed watching last night, and I was like, what happened to Boxy? Like, he was living on this warship. And there was a, the only thing I can think is they shipped him off to somewhere in the fleet. He was taken. I don't even know if it was that, like, I think he just disappeared. <laughs> like, because <laughs> he never should have been on that ship in the first place. Right. He was the only child on on the Galactica because it's a fucking warship. Yeah. And so there's the whole fleet, the, the uh, civilian fleet that the Galactica is protecting, right? Yeah. And so I'm guessing maybe they just shipped him off to a ship over there or something, yeah. but... Way too many uses of the word ship in Shippity, that sentence. Ship, ship, I, ship, I acknowledge ship, that. Ship, ship, ship. Oh, yeah. Fucking, what was that? Fucking Twiggy. 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 Yeah, that was ah, his name. Twiggy. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Twiggy was Boxy's best friend in the Twiggy original. Twiggy and Boxy. That's... Yeah. yeah it was, what do we got yeah, going on It was here? dirty. It was dirty. Fucking <laughs> loopy. <laughs> uh, I, and also, unfortunately, uh, hard to look at runs in uh, James Edward Holmes' family. Oh, my God. Have you seen his son? Uh-uh. Oh, God. 
his son's on the show, which uh-huh. I didn't realize it was his son until I was watching the credits the other day. He plays uh, one of the uh, pilots named Hot Dog. Yeah. And and then after I got to looking at him, I was like, oh. But you should have known because he looks like he took a fucking face full of hot gravel. No, no, no. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But you can tell by the shape of his face uh-huh. that eventually he's going to get older and he's going to have all the same creases. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just, he has it like – it's like a very square head. Yeah. <laughs> it's they very, have a distinct yeah. look. Oh. They do. <laughs> but I, I tell you, you couldn't have picked a better – Actor to play uh, Adam uh, Adama Ad, mm. Ad, Ad, Adama. What the hell's wrong? Stand Adama. and deliver. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> you went on the wayback machine for that one. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, uh, you know what I've been watching the last couple of days? What? Uh, Gene Simmons' Family Jewels. That's kind of a uh, an entertaining show. It is. He's very entertaining. Oh yeah, and his son. Man. His son is very funny. He is funny. He's got they, a real dry sense of humor. It's. It's. I. I don't know. I guess I'm enjoying it because it's nice to see a, a rock star whose kids aren't little bitches. Right. Right. Well, and his daughter, like, is going to be smoking hot. Yeah, it blew my mind the other day when I I was watching the first season and she was only 13. Like, they uh-huh. took her to, like, a fashion show and all these guys were hitting on her thinking yeah. she's, like, 18 or 20. She developed very early, I think, because she has a huge rack. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, 13? Bullshit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, and then he took her to, like, Paris or somewhere to yeah. have a photo shoot done when she was, like, 16 or 17. Yeah. Um, and, and she's got like a, either a scar or a birthmark yeah, on her weird. face. Yeah. Um, and she's real self-conscious about it. Yeah. You can tell. Don't be. Well, I think in the later seasons she wears a lot more makeup because like the first few episodes I watched were more recent ones right. and I didn't notice it. And then we started watching the first season last night. I was like, what is that? Right. Well, but the, just the thing not because it yeah. was gross, but because I had never, I hadn't noticed it before. Well, and she's so naturally beautiful. Who fucking cares? I know. It, it makes her unique. Yeah. Just Don't worry about it, baby. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. But uh, it I, he, that's an enjoyable show. He's so laid back. Oh yeah. Like I I've watched several episodes. And I've not seen him lose his cool once, even in situations where he probably should. Well, have. and I've I, I've seen a couple episodes where he does kind of get a little tightly wound. Like he never yells. He just no. gets very assertive. Uh-huh. Like he'll basically say, "Look, this is how it's going to be. You do not have an option." And you know, but I've noticed in like several episodes, every time he's out anywhere publicly, and somebody asks him to stick his tongue out, he says the same thing every time. Well, what? I can't. The floor's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's fucking nice. Funny. <laughs> God. Uh, you know, can you imagine having like a gimmick like that that everybody would want to see yeah. all the time? At least like, it wasn't like his cock or something. Well, I was just like, gonna, gonna say you can ha- long you dangle. can well you can handle it that way, or you can handle it the way Ron Jeremy does. Yeah. Zip. Like every time, like put that thing away, yeah. Ron. You're at fucking. You're at fucking Bennigan's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, for Christ's sake. So fucking all you can eat sausage combo means something a little different when you. It's still my goal to have him on the show. That'd be insane. That'd be fucking awesome. Just have him call in or something. That'd be good yeah. shit. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, third tier celebrities, I uh, got a Facebook request the other day from. Uh, a girl who used to run around with my sister uh, was on America's Top Model a few seasons back. Yeah. So she's cool. yeah she's gonna be on the show. Uh, we're shooting for after sometime after January first. Nice. Right. That'll be cool. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun because she got booted off the show for being too short. Mm-hmm. So I think she's ready to talk some shit. How far into the show did she make it? Oh, I don't like, know. Like, did she actually make it on camera? Like, on oh yeah, TV? yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah, cool. she was in the model house or whatever oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Like, she probably have some interesting shit to say. Oh yeah, and I told her I said, listen to a couple episodes of our show so you know that uh, you can say whatever you whatever want, whatever the fuck yeah. you want. Um, because I want to hear some fucking dish. Yeah, I want to hear, hear how many of those fucking chicks are puking. Yeah. Because you know some of them are throwing oh, yeah. up in that They're house. Shooting up. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. I want to hear all kinds of dirt. You know, she can't give us names, but I just want to no, know. No, no. I want to know numbers. Yeah. Like out of 10 girls, how many of them were fucking throwing up? Mm-hmm. And out of 10 girls, how many of them were drug addicts? Mm-hmm. Out of 10 girls, how many of them went down on each other? 
And out of ten girls, how many of them were actually dudes? Ah, none. <laughs> none. None. I'll say zero on that. But no. I, I would like to. I, I'd like to hear the fucking dirt. I would. It would be. That'll be fun. Yeah. And she, you know, if she's like, well, three out of seven were lesbians. I'd be like, oh, fantastic. And how do you know that? Tell me how you know that. Did you walk in on him in the shower? (laughs) Describe it. You know, scientifically. (laughs) (laughs) Scientifically. (laughs) Can you draw me a chart? (laughs) Yes, I'd like a pie graph. Yes. (laughs) Jesus. That'll be cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. And we're still working on Joe. Yeah, yeah, I I talked to Joe the day before yesterday, and he says he's real busy up until the 20th of December. So we're going to get flash. very specific. And figures, figures, uh... Fucking, we get Joe Spina, Matt Cohen, and Bagnum Board gets all of Team Unicorn. Jesus How does that fucking guy keep one up in me? I don't know. How does he even know? Like, it's weird that it always tracks, though. Like, yeah, it's always something. Something we're working on. Yeah. He'll go one step further and get. Yeah. He'll get. You know, we get the the guy dancing in the Flash costume that's too small for himself, and he gets the three hot chicks that sang the song. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Well, ours will be more fun. Oh, I think ours will be a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Joe's a very, very funny guy. So that'll be cool. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, he, people who don't know what we're talking about, he was in the Geek and Gamer Girls video from he Break.com. Was, he was the chubby Flash. Yeah, yeah. Stocky. 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 Sorry. Dancing Flash. Yes. It wasn't that he was stocky. It was just the uniform. The uniform is too small. That's right. Yeah, the costume. And is it's too funny. Small. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> He's enjoyable. Absolutely hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. It's just hard for us to get our schedules to match up because he's in L.A. And he works till I think like five or six at night. So that's you know yeah. what it's seven or eight. One of these days. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. it should mm-hmm, be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, we're getting close to the Christmas. Oh fuck! Yeah, Christmas. So. Yeah. Um, uh, every time we get close to this time of year, it kind of gets my head thinking, you know, and and not being a Christian, you know, it it gets me start. It kind of starts me asking questions and stuff. Um, so. <laughs> Just, okay. Um, why was Jesus such a pussy? <laughs> like, I mean, think think about it. Here's here's my thought process on this. Okay, you're, you're the son of God. Okay, uh, I believe uh, God's supposed to be omnipotent, all knowing. Mm-hmm. You're the personification of God on earth, right? Yeah. Okay. If you're omni- if you're omnipotent, okay, you know everything that ever was, that is, and will be. Yeah. Right. Okay, so my question is this. Why go with the whole fucking peace angle? Because it's not going to work. All right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it's not working. No. Right? Okay. <laughs> so so if Jesus did truly exist, all right, and was the son of God, his dad hated him. <laughs> because you know go peace be with you uh turn the other cheek setting that kid up for fucking death sir Mm -hmm. like it doesn't make any sense like if if, it doesn't it really doesn't i mean and why 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 have your son be such a pussy because if, if it's not going to work, if it's if the ends are not going to justify the means, like your your child, your son's going to get uh, beaten and whipped and stabbed with a spear and hung from a cross. Okay, if all of that has a, a positive end result, okay, I can see that. You know, not pleasant, mind you, right? Yeah. But the ends justify the means. You had to sacrifice one to save many. Look at the fucking mess this world is in right now. What did Jesus save? I see all the signs. Jesus saves. What does Jesus save? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. 
money by switching to Geico? I think a like, little what, bit. What the fuck does he save? It saves your soul. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I won't find out till yeah. I'm dead. The verdict's okay? still Like, so what is Earth? What's the purpose of Earth? In the the whole thought press of th- thought process of the Christian religion, it's the place you fuck up. Yeah, I mean, really, because what what's happening? He sends his son to Earth, makes him a tremendous pussy. He gets killed. Nothing happens. He comes back to life. Nothing happens. <laughs> he leaves fucking eight ninths of the world completely untouched, unless you're a Mormon. <laughs> And then he landed in America, but still never went to China or the Arctic Circle or any of these places, right? Okay. So, (laughs) so what was Jesus was saving fucking, uh, Bethlehem (laughs) and, uh, you know, uh, money through the penny saver. I don't know what the fuck else he was saving. Yeah. Nothing? You got nothing on this? No, dumb. You got, no? No. No, not you're dumb. No, 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 but I'm just saying you're not helping me at all here. I have the same questions as you. I I can repeat the same thing you just said, but I don't get it either. But but we were sitting there last night and and we're talking about kind of that kind of thing. And Laura just goes, are we hypocrites? I go, why? She goes, because we celebrate Christmas, but we're not religious. Neither is Christmas. They they just made that shit up anyway. Well, yeah, it's, you know, I I think I might have talked about this a couple weeks ago. My boss at work was like, he's a a staunch Christian. Of course. And he's like, uh, I find it very odd because we were talking about I needed a day off to go. Uh, Christmas tree. Oh, shopping. yeah. And, and he's like, I find it strange that you celebrate Christmas. And I go, I find it strange that you celebrate Christmas on just an arbitrary pagan day that didn't have anything to do with the birth of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had nothing, didn't he? Well, you know, it's just, why Why not? Is it just because it's too close to Easter? Yeah. His I actual birthday? Right, I don't get it. Because I'm pretty sure it wasn't, it wasn't December when he was born, Okay. Probably, fuck, it probably wasn't really Easter when he died or no. when he rose. When he rose, he died on Good Friday, rose on Easter. They're just making stuff. all this shit up yeah. as they go. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, how, and it, it, because – and I know I did talk about this a couple weeks ago because it, it, it has to do with the whole trying to bring as many people into their religion as possible. So they used December 25th because that was originally a holiday for uh, – it was originally a pagan holiday. So yep. they said, okay, well, if we celebrate on their holiday, maybe we'll – it will be easier for us to convert more Draw people. Them in, yeah. yeah. So, why? Yeah, middle of fucking winter. Yeah. No, fuck no. No. Yeah. yeah. They're just so, trying to break up the depression or what? Like, yeah. ah, everyone hates this time well, of year. Well, it's, it's, it's symbolic. It's symbolic and it's supposed to bring people together. And, and it doesn't. It makes people greedy as fuck. Yeah, it makes people greedy and... Trampling uh, over people for $5 DVD players and Exactly. Shit. Yeah, basically Christmas has, has uh, come to exemplify everything I love and everything Christians are supposed to hate. Mm-hmm. But who's standing in line at fucking Walmart and Target at 4 a.m.? Yeah, Christians. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And who's the first one to fucking punch a bitch because you grabbed the item they wanted? Right, right, right. Jews. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everyone. <laughs> that was the easy setup. It I just, was. Yeah. No, no. But yeah, it's uh, – <sighs> You know, the Jews aren't a very violent people. You never hear about a fucking Jewish mixed martial arts champion. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Uh, there was that Hebrew hammer guy. Uh, we don't, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> was, that, that was, was that a TV show? It was a movie, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Oh, God, why? Who was in it? The fucking what's-his-name from uh, – he was in, like, Dazed and Confused and uh, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, the one who gets stabbed to death in Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. He's on the ground and, and yeah. 
Shh. As he's just slowly driving the knife into his chest. No, no. He's the one that didn't get there on time while the guy was getting... No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. he's the one. Yeah. Because he was uh, the only Jew on their team. Da- yeah, yeah, Daniel Faraday from Lost was the pussy who couldn't get up the right. stairs in time to save him from getting Right, and then shanked. just lets the guy go as he yeah. runs by him. That's that's probably the most disturbing... Aside from the D-Day scene, yeah. that section is probably the most disturbing scene in the Although entire I do like that the one guy that he kills is the guy he let go in the first place. Right. And then later kills... Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, shit. That reminds me. I need to call my stepmom today. I love it. It's fucking 2010 <laughs> and we're talking about saving fucking Private Ryan. That is an epic film. But what did I tell you yesterday? It, weird. I watched it and fucking Nathan Fillion's in that. Yeah. You I, were never, saying something I like never that. really picked up on that. You know, Because how long ago did that movie come out? And you said it to me and I've seen that movie probably 10 times. Yeah. And I, I didn't go in my head. Oh, yeah, that's right. He is. I went. Holy shit, is, is it? No, it oh, is. Weird. It's him, totally. And he does a good job being all distraught because he thinks his brother's See, dead. And, and then it blows your mind that Nathan Fillion's been... Because that movie won some Academy Awards yeah. and shit, you know? Like, he's been in all this stuff that it's just... He just kind of keeps showing up, you know? Yeah. He's been around a while. Mm-hmm. He's good shit. Yes. I miss him. I know. Yeah. I can't watch Castle. I, I, just, I, just I haven't gotten into it either. <laughs> no. Sorry there, Nathan, but... Damn every episode's you. the exact same thing. I'm sure it is. Something. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I don't, I just, the whole Christmas thing is, because I love the gaudiness of of Christmas. Normally I like to have my stuff squared away and have themes, but like the gaudiness of Christmas, the big b- bright lights and the wreaths and all this is what I love. And that's why, I think that's what pissed my boss off. And he's like, it's not what Christmas is about. I was like, yeah, yes, it, is. it is. For me. Yes, it is. For me. And it's what it should be about for everyone because Christmas has lost its way. Yeah, it should not be so serious. Just no. No, and it's never going to find Fun, its way Fun, tacky back. holiday. No. When I worked in retail, you'd run into all kinds of stupid things. Well, now, dude, they can't even hang up, like, Merry Christmas signs. Everything has to say, like, Happy, Happy holidays. holidays or oh. fucking... And that makes me angry. Like, why not just say, have one section of the store say Happy Holidays, another section say Happy Hanukkah, and another section say Merry Christmas? Like, why can't you just... Why do you have to run it all together and just be so generic all the time? Because then it still might be more offensive if there are 18 aisles of Christmas shit and then one end cap of Hanukkah stuff. That's America. I know. You know, I mean, fucking go to Hollywood and there'll be all Hanukkah stuff. Yeah. See what I did there? Yes, I do. All right. Yes, I do. <laughs> the Jews are in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So it, it, it's just. <sighs> I'll be glad when it's over, though, too. Well, yeah, I bet. You work in the service industry. It's yeah. busy right now for you. You make fucking pastries. Yeah. People like their pastry in the holiday what season. People, yeah, pies and rolls, man. That's what people want. Fuck. Not a lot of cakes, probably, though. Uh, does anybody come in and... Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Being a baker, does anyone come in and buy a Jesus birthday cake? Have you ever sold a Jesus birthday cake around Christmas? I don't believe so. No. Nope. Do you see a problem with that? Yeah, they're not celebrating. No, I take that back. We last year or the year before, we had to write "Happy Birthday Jesus" on a cake. Wait, 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 wait. Was it "Happy Birthday Jesus" no, it or was it "Happy Birthday Jesus"? It was no. It was. It was. We're cl- obviously we don't work on Christmas, but on right. Christmas Eve, we had to write "Happy Birthday Jesus" on a cake. And it wasn't "Happy Birthday Jesus." No, really? Yeah, really? Yep. Just one though. So still not very how, good odds against what you're supposed to be. How big of a cake was it? Just a standard quarter sheet, like a nine by thirteen. Like it was cake. like a rectangle cake. Yeah. Okay. And what other things did they buy that day? Did they buy anything else? I don't know. A bunch of booze, probably. <laughs> <laughs> booze, a couple of yeah. Some, some, I don't know. They just sent, no. they just sent a hooker in to pick it up. <laughs> they had like eighteen issues of Maxim in their cart. And then <laughs> was it? And what, a bottle do, of do you wild remember? Turkey. Do you remember who it was? Do you remember the person? Like, can you picture the person? Not very. I don't even know if I was there when they picked it up. I just remember reading the order and being like, really? 
Well, you know, and it's you would expect to see more of that because nah. just because just because uh, religious fanatics are so goofy uh-huh. and would do weird shit like that, yeah. And then you have the opposite side of the coin, like the Jehovah's Witnesses, where they're not allowed to celebrate anything. Mm-hmm. You know, but the like you know I'm going to look for that this year. I'm going to see if we do any this year and how many we do. Right, and who picks them up? Right, just kind of do like a like a demographic sampling of it and yeah. just see who. <laughs> Like who who comes in and buys the Happy Birthday Jesus? Is that what it said? Was Happy Birthday Jesus? Yes. Oh. Yep, absolutely. That is one hundred percent. And then no no like crosses on it or anything. No. Just just Happy well, Birthday Jesus. Yeah. That's all I think it said. they just wanted it festive, so it was like red and green. Are and... you sure it wasn't for a little kid named Jesus? I swear to God, man. How do you know it was for? Cause just reading the order, they didn't seem like a Jesus having. They seem very pious. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> but uh, no, I yeah I do remember that now that you say that. So I'll keep an eye on that this year. I bet we'll have at least one, but not nearly as many as you'd think, since that's what we're supposed to be. Well, celebrating. and it's it's just so weird to me because Christians are so in your face. Mm-hmm. Like you would expect there to be like all kinds of like yay Jesus stuff around Christmas, but you don't see very much at all. Like you really, don't. not. I mean, like your Christmas lights generally there aren't a lot of crosses. Nope. There aren't a lot of you know. Granted, I guess just Santas and reindeer, right? And fucking penguins too. Sometimes apparently and, that's just more uh, winter in general. Speaking but. of which, you know what I hate. Inflatable yard decorations. Fucking a. I think they are so fucking retarded, gaudy. Well, like now, and now everybody has like the complete Santa Claus or like Rudolph cartoon ones where you got like the fucking snow creature and you got Santa in the rain. Like right. they're setting up the whole fucking cartoon scene in their yard. Like I wouldn't mind if they were like three dimensional and like uh, textured appropriately. But no, like, they're just like those inflatable plastic, ones yeah. that flop over half the time oh, they look, and are like laying sideways. During in the, yard. the day, they look like you used condom. Yes. And then at night, they just look. They look so out of place. Like, I'm very particular about the way I do my Christmas decorations. I want them to look very traditional. But, like, when you get these, it looks like somebody's it's selling used cards. Yeah, used cards. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Like, our neighbor next door used to have a fucking helicopter where the rotors spun and everything. What? Yeah, he doesn't do any of that now. Nothing. None of it. I asked him the other day. I was like, hey, you going to put your Christmas stuff up? Nope. Not doing it this year. My balls are too old to get up on a That's ladder. That's pretty much That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he's like, I'm sick of freezing my ass off up on that roof. And I'm like, oh, all right. But, so no Griswolding over there. Huh? No, he said it used to be really bad. Like you, like before we moved here, he said that he had like three times as many lights as he did last year. Jeez. And last year it was pretty bright. And then we got that bad snowstorm and it ruined all of his inflatables. Because the snow was so heavy on him that wow. it, it just crushed him. Yeah. But... Fucking inflatables, man! I just uh, like who was the one? Who was the guy who came up with the idea? First of all, and second, why? Like, have you seen the big snow globe ones where like the stuff whips around inside? It's almost like someone was like, "God, I love the Christmas Day parade. If there was any way for us to bring that to my yard, into people's yards, that's what we need." Pretty soon, they're gonna have fucking Jessica Simpson like three sizes too big for her, two sizes too small pants out there. Oh, you know she's a fucking hot mess right now. And then, then did you see? Speaking of Jessica Simpson, okay, so Nick Lachey gets engaged. And then, like, like two the days next, later, yeah. she throws it up to yeah, that like, she Oh, is. by the way, so am I. I don't miss you. But I totally <laughs> have nothing to do with that. Yeah, I don't miss you. I don't miss you at all. Please take me back. Yeah. <laughs> Please, you legitimized me. <laughs> <laughs> you tolerated my stupid. <laughs> you stop fucking that chick who's hotter and thinner than me. <laughs> Baby loves you. <laughs> Apparently, my Jessica Simpson is the same as my uh, f- fucking uh, <laughs> Crinkles, uh, fucking Mrs. Crinklesack impression from the Cleveland show. Yeah, baby loves you. <laughs> I just read some hot dogs. 
<laughs> best show on television right now. I love me some Cleveland show. I do enjoy it. I definitely uh, like it more than American Dad. Oh, I wish I they'd fucking just drop that. that it's not good. No. It's not. It's not a good show. The, the problem I did have this week, though, is did you notice that Family Guy two weeks ago and uh, Cleveland show Christmas this week basically shared the same plot? Did they? Yeah, like because Lois was foxy boxing uh-huh. two weeks ago, and then this episode Cleveland had to fight his dad boxing, and so there's they they didn't do kind of a funny yuck yuck against it though because like he was they were getting ready to do the training montage, and they just put text on the screen that said training montage omitted due to familiar familiar. You know, that word. Yeah. Familiarity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. <sighs> but yeah. It's just... <laughs> Hard. Yeah. You can eat Pablo's tonight. Pablo's Mexican Grill on Main Street in Cedar Falls. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm going to. I don't know what I'm going to have tonight. I mean, we're going to go out. We're going to do maybe a little Christmas shopping. That's why I have to call my stepmom mm-hmm. because I was going to get my dad a uh, band of brothers for Christmas nice. if he doesn't already have it. But I think he'd enjoy the shit out of that. It's it's hard to shop for people who live eighteen hundred miles away. Yeah, you know, you but don't if, know what they have. What no. they're into. But if I buy it on Amazon, I can just have it shipped right to his That's house. That's right. You know, so I bought uh, I bought Inception today, so I'm probably gonna watch that. Oh, tonight. have you seen it yet? No, I uh, see. I haven't either. And maybe we'll pick that up today, and maybe watch it tomorrow night. It's only seventeen ninety nine on Blu-ray. Really? Yeah. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah, I know. Like it was that price on Amazon, so I figured it probably would be everywhere else. And it was like I stopped in Target today, and they had it for seventeen something, and they had plenty of them. So I was like, sweet, buying it. You know, or I could buy it on Amazon and not have to pay sales tax. But you know, have you have you ever bought two things on Amazon and had them shipped to two different places? Yeah. Do they still do free shipping if it's over twenty five dollars total? I think so. I'm a bad one to ask though because I have Prime. Oh, dude. So it's all free to me, but I sent some. How do you get that? Uh, most places you can get it. Like you, when I signed up for it and got a free first year for free. Okay. Uh, and now it's like 70 bucks a year after that, but it totally pays for itself as much as I order online. Oh, right, right, right. But, See, I don't think it would pay for itself for me. So Christmas gifts, I ordered some stuff for Laura and and some stuff for my brother for my mom. And I had his stuff sent to me so he couldn't see it. And right. the stuff for Laura sent to her and it doesn't cost any extra to like divvy it up. And oh, ship okay. It to multiple well, places. you know, uh, the problem I ran into yesterday was I ordered a bunch of stuff and some of it I ordered from not directly from Amazon, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. And they wouldn't give me free shipping on any of that. Yeah, stuff. I hate some of that. And some of it will qualify though, but yeah. bullshit. Yeah. I still love Amazon. Oh, I love, love, love Amazon. Like mm-hmm. if we didn't have a comic shop in town where I liked the owner, I would buy all my comics on Amazon. Because it'd just be easier. And depending on what it is, I still might fuck you, Rob. What? No, no, not not comics, but like some of it, like <laughs> careful, he, Rob. Careful. I, I love you and your comic peddling abilities, but <laughs> statues and stuff. Some of it just doesn't make sense to buy from him. I right. hate to say it. Well, because on Amazon you can get a below cost. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the best he can do is like ten percent off retail yeah. for those. Well, even if he not... even if he sold them to you at his cost, you still. You know, it's still cheaper on yeah, Amazon. And, and I that's know. all the cheaper he can get it is his cost. I know. You know, he can't get it less than that. So, but if he would even do that, I would buy from him and pay a little more than it. But he yeah, can only do right. But he's trying to run a business. I know see? exactly, and, that's what <laughs> and I don't expect him to. I've right, never right, even right, asked right, him, "Hey, right. man, you want to compete?" Yeah, yeah. You uh, want to match Amazon? I did order three action figures from him, though. From him? Yeah. Well, what kind of action figures? Uh, Blackest Night, Blackest Night, Batman. And then the two uh, uh, Blackest Night. There's two different Supermans. Oh, really? I got those. Huh. Yeah. You gonna take them out of the box? Nah. Why you gotta be gay? Why you gotta be gay? You just nah. to me, it just seems silly to leave them in the package. I hate it. Yeah. Everything I buy, I take out of the package. I set it up somewhere. 
good for you. Yeah. But I'm not I looking have for, some that I have. I'm not looking for resale on any of my stuff. I have some that I take out and some that I don't. Yeah, I just so, I we'll always see. do it. I just don't like the way stuff looks displayed in package, mm-hmm. whereas I like the way it looks. Um, well, you've seen some of my stuff. You know I have a lot of it unboxed. Right. Look how fucking dusty this place is. I know. Look at that. I And I just upstairs, just dusted upstairs last week, or not even last week, like four or five days ago. Yeah. And it's covered by like... I don't understand you know what's going on. You know what I'd love to have, though? Hmm. Like, you said we were watching Gene Simmons' Family Jewels. Right, right, He's right. got that entire room. Yeah. Or almost a wing of his house from the fucking size of it that is basically one big collector's room. Like, he's got so many display cases and racks and just things. The problem is it's all Kiss stuff. It is, but I'd like to have <laughs> that room. Right. But fill it with all the stuff I collect. Right. I just, that much space would be amazing right. Well, have, Jenny so. was saying that uh, one of the housekeepers at, uh, at the hospital... Um, her and her husband are big into comics and collectibles and mm-hmm. stuff, and they they live over in Highland Park, mm-hmm. which is like the old old school like mansions and stuff. Mm-hmm. They used to be where all the rich people lived in Waterloo, yeah. and then they moved over to New Prospect. Yes, because we have two prospects yes. in Waterloo, and the Prospect Old was where all the old mansions were, like houses with and fucking elevators and shit them and in them, and now New Prospect. Prospect Boulevard then is where all the new giant houses were, but now then there's another subdivision clear out. It's getting Autumn and Park where all the new 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 giant houses are. Yeah. Okay, well they live in Highland Park, the old the old rich. Yeah, it's like a historical district too. Like, it's like hood rich now. Yeah, well and they, <laughs> and they have a like a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they have like a neighborhood homeowners association. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you have to approve everything you do to the outside yeah. of your house to everywhere, and I think to a certain uh, standard the insides of your house, yeah. like so that it stays historically accurate or whatever. I don't know exactly how it works, but yep. um, and it's cheap to buy a house over there. That's a weird thing, but it's really? a, it's a little rough, a little rough yeah. area over there. Um, but they have one of those great big houses over there, and their entire third story is all collectible stuff. Fuck you, yeah, yeah. See, that would be amazing to me. Yeah, I went a long way to get to that final. You did. I was but like, I, I wanted, wondered if you forgot what we were talking about. But no, like, I, wanted, we going here? <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to give some scope of how much room, like how much. Yeah, an I mean, entire floor, floor, of, floor a house. of a house. Yeah, God, damn, that would be great. Yeah, that would be that would be absolutely awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> I want yeah. that. Yeah, if I if I you know won the lottery, I would go and I would buy a giant house mm-hmm. and have more than just like my cave room here. Yeah, for collectibles and stuff. Well, and, and my would... stuff spilling out. Like you've seen, I have that huge glass display case. Yeah, yeah. it's full and then some. Like it's so full now that I just have some stuff stacked behind other stuff. You guys are gonna, you guys are gonna have to buy a bigger house soon. You know that, right? Yeah, I do. We okay. were already talking about it. Right. And then it spilled over. I have collectibles sitting in my bedroom on a bookshelf and on top of it. And then upstairs in our upstairs, I have a few racks that have. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I need yeah. a, a house just for my shit. I would love to win the lottery and then walk into limited edition comics and collectibles on a hill in Cedar Falls. <laughs> yes, and buy everything in there. Yeah. I was looking at the. Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, Chris Candyman something or other on Facebook. Did he friend you? Who? Chris Candyman somebody? I don't maybe. On Facebook? I don't know. He, uh, he must be... Candyman. Yeah, it's... it's. Ooh, I did get a MySpace friend request from Internet Explorer, though. Oh, great. What? Uh, anyway, I was looking at this guy's Facebook account, and there's this uh, joint in, I think, Iowa City. I'm assuming it's in Iowa City, because that's where he lives. Yeah. It's called, uh, it's called Kryptonite. Cup of Kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Um, Coffee and comics. <laughs> yeah. Bitches. Son of a bitch. And I did, I did, and I know I've talked about this before, decide that if if Rob's store didn't exist, I would open a comic shop. Fucking A. Yeah, but that's the only thing stopping me right now. Yeah. The absolute only thing stopping me. Because the nice thing about comics, about running a comics shop, is all you have to know 
is what to order. Yep. You know, I mean, it's not like running like a, a coffee shop where you have to know how to make the specialty coffees. You have to know what the health code stuff is, all that. No, junk. you got to yeah. order it and fulfill yourselves, and yep. people will buy. And I, I do think that I do think that uh, like a coffee, like a coffee comics place, is a great idea. But see, then you got to know how to make the drinks, right? But if you were doing <laughs> both, and and again, but like again, I say if Rob Shop didn't exist, I would open the coffee and comics deal because you have to compete with. The other, the core, somehow, mm-hmm. you know, the other comic shop in town because he's been here forever. Yeah. So if Rob had never existed and it was only the core, you would have to come up with something special that, which is kind of what Rob's done in cutting hair and all that stuff. Yep. So. And just being better to right, 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 customers. Right. Yeah, better service, better. I would love to see him uh, expand into a larger location, though. That'd be awesome. Yeah, because the shop, it's just, it's so crowded in there. Yeah. You know, it's just whenever there's, it's just. Asshole on double. event days, it sucks. It's yeah. always clean in there, though. Have yeah. you ever noticed that? Yeah, always, like, yeah. immaculately clean in there. But it's just, it's so hard to, like, get around. And if they're having a magic night, fuck. You know, you can't shop in there. Yeah. Because they've got four or five card tables, you know, like eight-foot tables or six-foot tables set up. And you, there's no way to get to the comics. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. So it'd be nice to see them do something. That would be cool. Yeah. And if that, the the head shop in the basement ever closes up. You know, to move the magic night down there would be fantastic. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I would just, I would love to run a comic shop someday. And I, and Jenny and I decided that if we ever win the lottery, that's what we'll do. We'll move somewhere. I'll open a comic shop. Yes. And then she'll, uh, she wants to open a little cafe. Really? So that, <clears throat> what I, my, what I said to her is I said, well, what we'll do is we'll open a comic shop cafe. Like we'll sell like pastries and, and coffee and things like that. We won't sell actual meals. Like I don't want to have to cook. No, you know? I agree. That'd, you know, to be shitty. Yeah, but you know, it's almost like if I won the lottery, I would almost be willing to open it here and then hire you to run it. I would do it. Yeah, because do it. Can you think how fucking cool that would be? Just we'd franchise it. Yeah, I'd feel bad. I'd feel bad because you know Rob has a shop, but I'm a fucking millionaire. I don't care about anybody but myself. <laughs> That's anymore. how you got to become when you're rich. You're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit. Right, and and I'll just be like, look, my purpose isn't to run you out of business. I'll say, you know, hey, if I don't have. You know, best case scenario, I'm a millionaire, right? Yeah. And I've opened the shop here in town because I'd open it in Waterloo instead of Cedar Falls, just, sure. just because I'm a millionaire, yeah. right? I don't have to worry about location. That's great. Okay. So I open it up, okay? I I start running it, and say somebody comes in looking for something, we don't have it. Pick up the phone. Boop, boop, boop. Hey Rob, do you have such and such? All right, I'm gonna send somebody your way. Yep. Yeah. No problem with that. None. You know why? Because I'm a millionaire. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, right. You know, and that's the thing. If if you're not running your business to survive, you can do stuff like that. You know, you can say, well, we don't have it here, but, you know. But I think that I would need something to do, well, you and know, the, if I was. And the, I, guess, I, I guess maybe the one reason that the core can still exist with him around where he's got such good deals on everything is that they have, they don't just sell new comics. Right, right. They've got a lot of your vintage stuff, yeah, a lot they of have, rarities. They have like pull boxes yeah, full, full of, of old rare stuff. shit. And yeah. then they've got like all the rare, rare, rare shit like on their walls. That right. You can just like, oh my God, I want that so bad. Right, right, right. He doesn't really have any of that stuff. No. So. I remember when I was a kid and if I was looking for, like I was looking for, uh, I was looking for like issue one of the Spider-Man Wolverine team up perceptions. Mm-hmm. And I, I just went to the core and I was like, do you have it? And he's like, yep. Yep. And so I bought it for like 10 bucks or something. Yep. You know, because I wanted all five. It was a five issue run. Mm-hmm. I wanted it. But yeah, it, you know, and I, you know, that's something I guess I never thought of. He doesn't have like no, he doesn't. That's the one thing I know. That's the one thing stuff. I noticed right away is like you're only buying current if you right. go to him. I'm, but the core will buy old comics from you too. That yeah yeah. So, so that if they didn't do those things, if they were purely a shop just like Rob's, right. they'd be fucked. Yeah, I think I you're think. right. Yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah, it's, I think you, you, you're going there to get like specialty stuff, you know, or he has a lot. He, he, I think they do a lot of gaming there too. They do. And I don't want any part of that. No, I don't either. No. But they don't do any, as far, as far as I know, they don't do any of the events that he does, like getting artists. Oh, in, fuck no. So. And if they do, they're not publicizing them well enough. No. You know, I mean, no. you hear about his. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, he does everything right. He yeah. really does. He runs a hell of a, sh- a hell of a shop over there. But if I'm ever a millionaire, I'm still going to open one. <laughs> so but, would you know, I. So would I. But if, if you think about it, and th- I know this is gonna, you're gonna say, yeah, no shit, stupid. But if if you're rich, you live your life completely differently. Oh fuck yeah! You know what I mean? Like you don't have to worry about you know oh, whether God. or not a new venture is gonna make it or not. Right. Yeah. Because right, right, it's right. not gonna cripple you if it doesn't. Right. Exactly. Unless you sink all of your money into it, and then you're just an idiot. Well, and and you have to think, you know, if you're rich and you open a business, it's not gonna kill you if four customers go somewhere else. No. Which well, is a which it would be a great feeling of going look. If you're going to be a dick in my store, you can leave. Yeah, get the fuck out. You know, I don't need you to shop here. I do this, and that's that was I was started to say. I think if if I'm ever a millionaire, I'm going to need something to do. Yeah, and that's why that's why I would open a comic and it's shop. It's going to have to be something, yeah, that you enjoy. really enjoy. Yeah, so I can sit there and bullshit with people all day, bullshit with people, drink coffee, and I'd probably have a fucking computer set up similar to this in the fucking shop, so I could yeah. fuck around on the computer, get stuff done, you know. Because a comic shop isn't going to be busy all day. Well, and you know what you could really do is you could do your comic shop, cafe, and even somewhere in your back room, you could cut out a corner to be a studio. Right. Oh, yeah. Soundproof it so people couldn't necessarily hear what you were doing back there. Right. Right. Easily. And then I'd hire like a Sunday Jeff. Could be your command center. (laughs) It'd be – you know, it's it's just – maybe that's why I'm so pissed at Kevin Smith. Maybe that's what I'm so angry about. Maybe you feel it's like not, he's wasting all of the awesome that like may, the life that he gets not, to have. Not so much that he's wasting it, but it's like he's bogarting it. Yeah. Like the guy has everything I want. Mm-hmm. Maybe that maybe you know what? Maybe I'm not disappointed in him. You're just maybe sick and I'm just jealous. Yeah. You know? Well, and I don't how could you not be? Maybe you know there's something kind of freeing. I'm about even jealous that. like on a different scale, I'm just jealous of Rob because if I – just right. to live here, if I could just – like if I have to stay here forever and live here, he's got exactly what I want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So fuck you. Well, you know, and <laughs> and there's something freeing about finally coming to that conclusion though, like knowing that that's why. That's why I'm angry. I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. You know? And the thing, that, the thing that's a little like – it's kind of just a little jab though yeah. is that – that's kind of what he says about everybody. Yeah. As they're mad because they're jealous. Well, but, but at the same time, you're jealous, but also he does there there is some disappointment there. Just in the way that he handles some of his fans and the way he handles things. So it's not all jealousy. Right. Some of it's like, why do you have to but, do that way? Okay, if I look at it now though, as if it is jealousy, mm-hmm. I can also look at it from the side because the more I think about it, I look at it as if I was in his position, would I eventually be fed up with it a little bit? And just get sick of people always because he is so publicly visible. Mm -hmm. Like he's far more publicly visible than most celebrities. Yeah. Um, People constantly asking him, you know, and granted that's a bed that he's made himself by doing all these view skew events and hockey tournaments and all this stuff where he's like, hey, come hang out with me. Yeah. Yeah. Come play against me in hockey. Well, then you you can't get mad when people want to. Right. But what I'm starting to think now is that's easy to say, but human nature is you're still going to get burnt out on anything you do. That's true. You know, so maybe that's what it boils down to. Maybe maybe I owe the man an apology. That's true. As much as I've lo- loved some jobs I've had before, after X amount of time doing it, you lose your enthusiasm right. and like people – then you just get annoyed with people. Well, you know, even doing this show, there's a point where I'm like, is it really fucking worth all this? Well, and I guess when he looks at it now at this point in his career, 
all of his fans have essentially become his customers. Right. And what is the one thing you hate most about your job usually? Oh, the job would be great oh, if it wasn't for the customers. customers. <laughs> Holy shit, Epiphany. <laughs> but, you know, and, and even more than that, though, now he has to be even more careful because if he does get away from films, all his customers are his fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's really going to have to because he's changing himself to be marketed as I'm approachable. Yeah. Because if the films go away, it's only personal appearance stuff. Yep. So he's going to have to be very careful, and it's going to be hard. And now I'm starting to understand more, but that doesn't mean I expect less. You know, right. does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like I understand. Like he's going to have to be very, very careful if he does truly go with this whole. I'm not making any more movies. Right. I'm just going to do podcasts and Smodcastle and speaking engagements. If that's the case, and all you do is that, you're going to have to lick some balls. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to kiss some asses. You're going to have to glad hand. You're going to have to kiss babies. You're going to have to do all the stuff that you could get away with not doing when you were also making films. Um, yeah. But, you know, I spent a lot of time editing Clerks Down uh, the last three days. And um, there's one thing that I did discover in watching all the footage from that. Uh, he's an excellent writer, not a great director. Yeah. And I don't say that to be a dick. I'm just saying that's his strength is in his writing. He would be better off writing things and allowing other people to direct them. Yeah. And I think that and was that, that would be a possibly a profitable endeavor for him to get into well, just writing movies. Right. Well, and I think that was his fatal flaw. Yeah. His fatal flaw was that he wanted to be a director so badly that he he couldn't take a step back and look and go, maybe this isn't my strength. Yeah. Um maybe I should be writing. And then he even went on to direct other people's writing. Which didn't work out so great for him. And I'm, again, I'm not trying to be a dick because I'm finally starting to understand where his head's at. Yeah. But the, the thing is that uh, now you look at clerks, okay? Granted, they were all – a lot of them were – you know, they weren't professional actors. Yeah. But the performances that he pulled out of 90% of that cast hurt. Yeah, not great. But the dialogue is fucking whip smart. I mean there's some lines that Randall has in that fucking movie that are – Classic. Oh yeah, they'll kill me forever every yeah. time I watch the movie. But and then there's some stuff that some of the other actors have that would be hilarious if they if, could do it better, right? If yeah. it was delivered, if it was delivered well. But it's it's a very stilted dialogue that all kind of comes out like, and then with a lot of upward inflection. Yeah, you know, at the end of it, it's, so it's it's very uh, amateur. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it was an independent film. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, but you look at Clerks too. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. And, and the, the problem is that's the director's job. To say, all right, cut, run that back, yeah, let's do, do it, it again. this way. Um, and the biggest, the biggest example of that that I saw in um, Clerks, the first Clerks, was the scene with the lady cop when she's writing mm-hmm. on the, and she isn't writing; mm-hmm. she's just making the hand. There, there, there are certain things that you learn as an actor very early as an actor. Things you don't do. Certain things as a director you learn very early as a director, things that you don't allow to happen. You don't allow anyone to pretend on stage. Yeah. Do it. I don't care if you're writing your grocery list on that clipboard. Write something. Write something. You know, so that it actually looks like you're writing. Don't just make uh, a squiggly wave. line. Yeah, a squiggly sure. line. Because people can tell, you know, especially if your acting is terrible, they're going to be focusing on other stuff. Yeah. You know, if your acting is fucking whiz bang. It's kind of like when you when somebody plays guitar in a movie, you know, and they're not a musician, okay, and they're not really playing it. If their acting is great and something else is going on in the scene, you're not going to be paying attention to the guitar. I don't play guitar. I've never played a musical instrument in my life. I can tell when someone's not really playing a song. Yeah. 
you know. But if something else is going on and it's like, ooh, shiny over here, then I'll, <laughs> then I'll pay attention to that. But if there's no, ooh, shiny over here, I'm going to watch their fucking hands and they're going to look like a retard. Yeah. That's one thing he's not good at doing. He's not good. He sees in his head, he sees his dialogue and that he wants it said in front of a camera. He doesn't see the bigger picture of how will what this person's doing affect hmm. the scope of the scene they're in. And there, there's nothing wrong with that because the world needs – at this point, the world needs writers a hell of a lot more than it needs actors because so much crap that's coming out now is terribly written. Yeah. Uh, look at the Walking Dead series right now. It's on its way out. It's on its way down, man. I'm telling you. I swear to God. The fucking last two episodes were terrible. Really? You didn't like them? Oh, fucking hated them. Hmm. Hated them. I thought the CDC episode was a waste of my fucking time. Everything that I learned in that episode could have been told to me over several episodes um, subtly. Yeah. I didn't need to know anything about French being close. I didn't – and sorry if it's spoilers. It's been a week, so fuck off. Yeah. Um, it, there's, there's, there was absolutely no reason for that. Um, and I've read several interviews. Like I've been all over the internet trying to figure out why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like what happened between the first episode and the sixth episode that got them so off kilter. And, and I'm not just saying leaving the books as source material. I'm saying the way that they're handling everything, the, the character choices and the writing, the dialogue, everything is just so fucking ham-fisted and hits you over the head with it. And And I don't need that. Like the whole appeal to the story of The Walking Dead was what happens to regular people in yeah. an extraordinary situation. And I don't get that. I don't get that at all. Yeah, well, maybe they'll, having more than six episodes to go on a season, they'll get back to that. Well, and just don't do, two. don't fall into the trap. Because the whole purpose of when Kirkman wrote the books was let's write a, a zombie story where we examine things that aren't normally examined in a zombie story. So what do they do with the TV series? we got to get to the CDC. What what is what are three letters that come up in every movie about any kind of like sickness and apocalypse? Well, of course, CDC, CDC, CDC. Okay, so why do that? Why do that? You know, obviously the government is a shambles. The the first time you see Rick go into Atlanta, when there are thousands of zombies everywhere, guess what? The city's lost. Yeah. There's no one, yeah. Yeah, the city's lost. Don't go back there looking for help. The city's lost. I don't care if that's where the CDC was. That's not going to be where the CDC still is, even if it somehow is 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 still active. Yeah. All right? It's kind of like you, you don't go to, uh, you know, I'm not going to go to Camp Dodge. Right. You know, that's, that's our, our military base here in Iowa. I'm not going to go to Camp Dodge if all hell breaks loose. Because if the military, if the military is still active and functioning, that's not where they're going to no, be. No, they're not going to be hiding out at Camp Dodge. They're going to be out. They're, or they're going to be somewhere smart or secure, hopefully. <laughs> you know you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just it doesn't make any sense. But that's what they keep doing in this show is they're going to all the wrong places. Like, in zombies, they're zombies. And now they're starting to say they're not going to refer to them as zombies, which they do in the book. Yeah. They call them zombies in the book. They're not going to use the, the Z word. Hmm. They're going to be walkers or biters or lurkers or, you know, and it's like, just... Stop trying so hard hmm. to not be what you need to be. And the first episode was great. I didn't have any complaints about the first episode. Have you watched last week's yet? Yeah, I've seen them all. Okay, so so uh, I had a ba- I had a huge problem with what they're doing with Shane. Okay, yeah. Either he's a villain or he's not. Okay, and that was important to the book. Either he was a villain or he wasn't. Okay, so they keep setting him up to have been the guy who made all the right decisions. 
And then just because we need to remember that that Lori and Rick are husband and wife and love each other, you have to have rape tra- uh, have, you, you have, to have Shane something. try to rape Lori. Yes. Which is completely okay. You've just set up the beginning of that episode that he thought Rick was dead. He basically turned to us and said, "Hey guys, he did what he thought was right, and not from like a, a weird twisted angle at all. He thought Rick was dead. He listened to his chest. Nothing. Nothing. All the electricity went off. Nothing. So." Then at the three-quarter mark of that episode, you march him into the fucking library of the CDC and have him try to rape Lori. Yeah. Because basically it's them going, oh, by the way, you guys are supposed to hate this guy and here's why. Yeah. So if he, th- if he really thought Rick was dead, why bother blocking his door off with that hospital bed? Do you uh, what, think it was just out what, of respect for his remains? Yeah, I think because- he didn't. Yeah. I think – then that was the first thing I thought is he doesn't want those, those things to get in there and tear his friend apart. Yeah. And, you know... Well, how lucky that he did that. Well, yeah. And, you know, but I mean... But, uh, I, but I think that's the kind of guy Shane is. Like, he he tries to honestly do the right thing. Like, he is a stand-up guy. And I read an interview with the, the actor, and he had said something along the lines of, you know, before this all happened, there was no him and Lori, like, him wanting yeah. Lori. And he would go to their house and uh, just walk in, grab a plate, and eat dinner with them three yeah. nights out of the week. Yeah. He'd just show up unannounced and... It, nobody thought anything of it. Yeah. He wasn't secretly lusting after Lori. It wasn't about that. It was, it was as a result of the situation that him and Lori got together. But do you think it's kind of like, you know, he had this emotional relationship with her for two months, however long it was. Right, right, right. Then it abruptly stops. He's still struggling with all these emotions. Do you, do you not view that scene kind of at all the same way you did in season six of Buffy when Spike tries to rape her in the bathroom because he's convinced that he can get her back with him if he can just right. show her well, what but they how, had. But how often is that where rape comes from, though? No, I, you know right, what I mean? Yeah. It's still rape. <laughs> I know. But, I know. Cause, I'm cause, not excusing rape right, at all. Right, right. I'm just saying, are they trying to just make you think that this guy is so uh, like overly emotional about her that he's willing to try any go to any measures to get her to see. Right. And I guess I can agree with that because Jenny said, uh, she goes, I don't, I don't look at it as he was trying to rape her. I look at it as he was drunk. Mm-hmm. He loved her and he was trying to get her to love him. That's, Which, that's the way I, that's, right. cause that's very much what Spike was trying to do in Buffy. He right. was just trying to say, I'm going to make you feel it. Cause I right. think he literally says to her, I knew you could feel it when I was inside you. I'm going to make you feel it again. Right. I think that's what Rick was trying to do. Right. Ideally, I but, still don't like his character. Well, see, the thing is, I like his character a lot more than I like Laurie. Well, yeah, but... I think Laurie is an extremely unsympathetic character. You know what I mean, though? I still see where they're trying to establish him as a villain. Like, I don't see him being any less villainized because... Well, they are, but then they're, they, they they throw these huge nuggets at you of, he's a good guy, don't really it is, but wait, he's going to rape her, so don't like him. Right. You know, and it's like, wait, 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 he is or he isn't. Yeah, what do you want me to like, feel here? Yeah, like, make him, if he's going to make bad choices, make him make consistently... Like, when he beat the shit out of uh, Carol's husband, yep. that motherfucker had that coming. Yep. I'm not so sure he should have stopped hitting him. Yeah. You know, because given the situation, they're all trying to fucking survive zombies, and this motherfucker's hitting need to his worry. wife. Yeah, you don't need to worry about shit yeah. like that going it's on. Like, and, and I don't care how abusive of a husband you were before a zombie apocalypse. I'd like to think that most people, come zombie apocalypse... Could get their shit together. Yeah, aren't going to worry about hitting their wife anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Aren't going to be like, ooh, you make me so mad with the bad laundry. You know? Yeah. like Like, it's like, I'm fucking fighting to survive i don't give a shit whether my wife's listening to me anymore right. she doesn't want to listen to me she can go get eaten by a fucking geek i don't care yeah you know but it doesn't make any sense like some of the character motivations that they're dealing with yeah you know right. and, and right. secondly right. why the fuck do we need that guy yeah. the only reason we needed that guy on in the series was so shane could beat him up 
Yep. Well, it was just another instance for them to try and establish him as the good guy before revealing that he's totally the bad but, guy. But like, then they but then they used it to try to establish him as the bad guy, too, because everybody hated him after that. They're all mad at him for beating this guy's face in. Yeah. And I'm like, so what, what are you guys trying to do with Shane? Like, it's your job as the creators of the show to make me understand who this character is. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be left guessing all the time. Right. You know? It's the same reason why I was angry at the end of Lost. I'm like, I... I understand that this whole show was about not knowing, but in the last episode, why leave me well, not knowing? And, and it is the know? good and evil thing. Like they're trying to show you the two different types of leadership there could be. Where Rick is like the, the better example of it. Like what, even when somebody's at wrong, right? But he's if not re- going to take the shit out of them. Whereas this guy who was in charge before Rick got there, that's how he handles things. He but have you read the? the you've read all the books, right? No, I haven't. Oh yeah, so that's you what I'm should. saying. Yeah. I, oh, I'm going to, <laughs> yeah. but. But I didn't like. I hadn't read them before the show started, and I didn't want to be that guy that hurries up and reads them real quick before right. the show starts. You didn't just, want to be me, basically. yeah, just so I could be like, <laughs> "What? You don't read the graphic now? Oh, you didn't even know they were." Well, but to me, it's not about that though. No. It's like I. But I, some people are right. The story in the books is so much better. I'm sure it yeah, is, just, and I will get to it. But since the show started for me first, right? The, the, I, and I think my frustration is it doesn't have to be better. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, take the movie Jurassic Park, for example. Mm-hmm. My favorite movie. Yeah, love the, the fucking a lot movie. different. And the book, and it's my favorite book. Yeah. They're two completely different stories. I love them equally mm-hmm. for different reasons. Yep. Okay? That, that was a, a good example to me of how you can change it and it can still be good. Um, the problem that I'm having with The Walking Dead is they're changing it and they're not changing but, it to improve it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like you can't see where their head's at with it. Like, oh, right. cool, yeah, I get what you're doing. Yeah, and I understood. I understand why they did what they did with Jurassic Park was because they wanted to make it PG-13. They wanted to be able to market it to fucking everybody and their sister mm-hmm. because then you can sell dinosaur toys and you oh, can do yeah. all this stuff. Oh, so yeah. it was it was a monetary decision, you know, because the book is fucking brutal. Yes, it is. I mean, it is. It's a it's a horror. It novel. starts it's, out completely different. Yeah, it's yeah. technological horror. I guess yeah. would be the best way to put it. it. Everything about it is is darker and more dangerous, and but you can't sell dinosaur toys if. Well, then you couldn't have. Now you can sell Dexter fucking figures at Toys R Us. So, you know, it's a different world now. But they're not pulling back on any of that stuff on Walking Dead, on any of the stuff that makes it unmarketable. So why dilute the story? Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, I do. Yeah. So it's very frustrating. And I, the thing, the only, the only through line, I hated Lori in the books. I hate Lori in the show. Well, there you go. I hate that bitch. I, I mean, really, like, the, she has yet to do anything that I went, you know what, you're an all right chick. You know who I like? Huh. I can't remember his name right now, but the old man. Oh, Dale? The guy that sounds like Dennis Leary. Or Dennis Miller, I mean. Yeah, Dale. He's, yeah, he's, Dale. Uh, That's he's, Dale. he's good. He's good shit. Or Glenn. No, Glenn's the Asian kid. I have always yeah. liked Glenn, too. He's one I of like both characters. of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of Rick in the show, either. Yeah. Um, in the book, Rick is a hard guy to like, uh, but you understand why he does everything he does. Sure. Um, but in the show, he he just seems very wooden and two-dimensional to me. Hmm. And that's – the books were all built on character depth, like how important the characters were. The zombies are way less important in the books than the actual characters. Yeah. Whereas I feel like on the show, the zombies are kind of – and then you introduce all these – Supposed to distract you from how much the show is not driving. The... Right, 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 right. And it – I don't know. There's no excuse to me because – Really, they could set it up that each single issue, each single issue of the comic could be one episode. There's enough meat in every single issue that it could hmm. it could carry an hour. Well, I'll be curious to see what they do when they come back for season two. Right. Well, uh, and hopefully they get more than six episodes for a season this uh, time? Well, they signed 13. Okay, good. But did you hear what happened? They fired all their writers. 
So okay. maybe there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe uh, they got too off track. And But the problem is it sounds like now they're going with all freelancers. So uh, how do you have a cohesive story if it's written by, you know, 13 different people? Yeah. I don't – I just – I don't know. And I was looking – maybe I built it up to, to be too much, you know. Um, when I saw it was coming out. Well, and maybe after the first episode, you got your hopes up too high. Like, holy shit, five more episodes of this? Well, and, and the, the first episode had the feel of what I wanted it to be, you know? And then it, so quickly, the second episode, all of a sudden they're introducing all these new characters. And then the third episode, when you meet uh, the quote-quote gang, yeah. you know, and then find out that they're just, you know, urban kids with hearts of gold. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, this... Come on. Really? Just fucking... Just hit reset, you know? Just take the fucking cartridge out, blow in it, put it back in, and, you know. Just think about how many shows that you love started off with a rough first season or two, though. I don't... The only show that I can think of off the top of my head that had a rough first season was Buffy. Angel, too. The first season's not solid, dude. Yeah, I I like the first season. It's not solid. Because I felt like it really established what was going on. It's it's good, but... You know, See, that show gets better, like it finds its real footing well, and I think the only, like its pace. I think the only thing that suffered the first season was uh was killing um was killing Doyle. Uh, Doyle. Yeah. Yeah. I and I think had you killed you killed the guy, Joss. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you kept him on the show, I think people would have been able to look out for him, you know. That may be true. But w- did they let him go because things were getting too bad? I don't think so. I think it was part of the story arc because uh-huh. I think it was important to get the – The powers the power. Yeah, over. yeah. Because I, I mean well, – I, and I guess I don't know and I don't think Whedon is one of those guys that would air his dirty laundry no, and come never. out and say, look, he had a heroin at, uh, problem. We had to get rid of him. I'll tell you what though, bringing Wesley in sure upped the like the humor on that show. Yeah, but so. Doyle Doyle was fucking funny. He man. was, but like, it changed, like it's a different sense of humor when you get Wesley in there yeah. and just his clumsiness and but his see, fucking I, literal. But to me, I didn't. I liked Wesley better when he was a badass. Yeah, just because he was. Oh, in the later seasons yeah. when he starts to get the same reason again. that I like Giles better when he was more like hands on and yeah. you know one of my favorite fucking moments in that whole show is when he covers Ben's mouth and kills him. Yeah. And, you know, because she, how does he say it? So she won't have to or? or how, because she can't. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of a, a grittier feel. Because that's what he said. Like he that. says uh, something. He's like comforting him and he's yeah. like something, something. Then he's like, yeah, she's not like us. And that's when he puts his hand. Well, and he says that, that because there are people, because there are people like her, there must always be people like us yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and I just, I, I've always liked when shows take a, a darker, grittier angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I like the new Battlestar Galactica. Love it. Compared mm-hmm. to the old shiny Cylon, like, I still think the fucking, the actual robot Cylons are hokey as hell looking. Yeah. But I like the, I like the grittiness, the dirtiness of the show. Um, the re, that's the reason I like the old V compared to the new V. Yep. The new V is far too shiny and clean and everybody's beautiful and the old V is realistic. There's ugly people in the resistance. There's, you know what I mean? Yep. It's just, it, you're, I'm I'm more scared of those visitors than I am of the V's in the new <laughs> show V, which is it's just oh, it's stupid. It's just a big pile of queer. Like I just, <laughs> it's a hot fucking I, steam oh, pile. God, it's just terrible. Maybe I, Mark Singer will like. Uh, yeah, have you spiff it up a bit? Have you read anything? Did, did they say like what his character, who his character is going to be? Because it, it won't be the ham. Right? It, because. Yeah, I don't think so. Because that's that guy that they recruited, right? The terrorist guy, yeah, I think. That's terrorist. their ham. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's just going to be some new character or what they're doing. But I, you know what? I've been watching You back know what, through. though? It can't hurt the show. 
No, nothing could hurt it at this point. I mean, it it went out extremely blasé, and it better come back with a fucking flurry or... It's just some ridiculous crossover. He's just the beast master. Him and his ferrets running the, around. Through <laughs> the portal of time. Yeah. Uh, the... Uh, um, I went, I've been going back and watching the old series a little bit too. And the interplay between Mark Singer and Michael Ironside Mm -hmm. is hilarious. Mm -hmm. God, those two guys are great together. Um, and, and I didn't realize, I didn't remember back how badass that Mark, Mark Singer's character actually was. Like he wasn't anybody to be fucked with. Like him and Ham have a fucking fist fight like every other episode. (laughs) It's awesome. And I've always liked Michael Ironside. Yeah. Like, I've, I always thought he's a badass. Mm-hmm. Like Starship Troopers. and Yeah, dude. Know. And I, my first experience with him was V when I was a kid. And I remember that show scaring the shit out of me when I was a kid. And then like when the, when the miniseries was on, it scared the hell out of me. And then the second miniseries came on and I didn't watch that. And then the series came on and I was old enough. And it was only like two years apart, but I was old enough that I was okay to watch it again. Yeah. And I loved that fucking show. Yeah. And I've got all of it. I've got it all on DVD. Nice. All of it. Yeah. It just... I don't know. I, I find myself getting frustrated just with the entertainment industry as a whole because, I mean, maybe it's a it's becoming less entertaining, right? And am I am I really that guy who's like I could do it better? I don't know if I am, but I. But but they should be doing it right, better. and I think That's... it's the glaring imperfections that are bothering me. It's not the it's not the the tweaks and the you know the little bits and pieces. I mean, you're seeing a lot of it's like the everything on TV is being WB'd. Yeah, you know, and so. And it, and I've said a hundred times, like, you can be technically proficient, an actor, a dancer, or a singer, and you're not interesting to watch. Yeah. You know, I, d- I dated a girl in college that was technically proficient at everything she did. She was a phenomenal technical dancer. She could sing. Her She had a very clear, crisp, operatic-sounding voice, um, and she could remember all of her lines word for word. But there was no soul to it. Yeah. You know? And then my friend Tree, uh, maybe not the most organized person, maybe not the most technically perfect, but she's a professional dancer and choreographer now because she's got fucking heart and soul, man. Like if you give me the choice, because my ex-girlfriend from college also still dances and, and, and acts, you give me the choice to watch either one of them do anything, I'm going to pick Tree every single time mm-hmm. because there's fucking meat to that. Like everything she does comes from some kind of special place, even yeah. if she doesn't realize she's doing it. Once she gets on stage and dances, there's there's a soul there. Whereas with the other one, the ex girlfriend, it's just like, and hollow. This comes next, and this comes next, and, this, and it'll all look perfect. Like her her legs are exactly where it's supposed to be, the arms are where they're supposed to be. She's very graceful, but it's there's nothing there. Huh. There's no magic, and that's what I think the entertainment industry is missing now. Is it sounds hokey, but the magic. You know, it's lots of people doing stuff for a paycheck and lots of people cast because they're pretty. Right. Not because you know? they're good or because they have passion for what they're right. doing. Why else would you <clears throat> not just say Brandon Routh is Superman forever? Yeah. He's perfect. Yep. Perfect. There's no reason. None. Perfect. He's better than Tom Welling. Yeah. He's way more Superman. Like Tom Welling is the WB Superboy. You know, he's not, he's never going to be Superman. No, he's not. And I have a hard time picturing him being Superman. Yeah. It's just, he, he has curly hair and, you know, it just, because, yeah. you know, the first thing they're going to do is slick his hair back and it'll look stupid. 
They've already done that. Did they? Yeah. Uh, like, you know, you've seen, like, you don't watch the show, but you've seen I, he's wearing, like, the long black coat. And right, he has the right. black. Well, he's uh, he's ditched that now, and he's wearing, like, this weird red leather jacket that's okay. got, like, the logo embossed on it. Okay. But he always has it, like, quarter unzipped, so there's, like, blue underneath it. Right. And that's his outfit now, but when he changes into that, his hair slicked back. Yeah, what's like they're tapering, they're baby stepping right. him into Superman. And, I, and I've always said that Superman, uh, with the curl and the slick back, is completely unnecessary. I think he looks more badass if while he's in the middle of it. And I understand that like that's how they convey that he's having a very difficult fight. Yeah. Like in the movies is when his hair's disheveled. Yeah. Because that means Superman's getting his ass kicked, his mm-hmm. hair's disheveled. But at the same time, I take a, I'll take a hero a lot more seriously. If he doesn't have this fucking hair helmet going on, yeah. it's perfectly coiffed hair. Right. It, just, it just looks silly to me. Well, and again, gritty, grittier is better to me. Well, and they, like they keep saying with the new Superman movie, they're hoping to take a more realistic approach because he's kind of a hard character for people to identify with because he's too perfect and he okay. doesn't make you know he doesn't make he doesn't struggle with decisions. It's always must do what's right because clearly it's right, and you know without having to debate whether you're right. making the But this Superman is going to struggle a little more with uh, like doing things. Out of like the wrong motivations sometimes, but does he? They starting out where he's young. <sighs> they haven't really said like they've said that they're not they're not really calling the movie a reboot or a redo because like in the sense that it doesn't owe anything to any of the other movies that exist. Right, like it's not necessarily going to acknowledge any of them, but it's not necessarily going to. Well, Superman Returns kind of did that too, right? Right, because it, it, they basically put it in the timeline so that all the other movies could have happened. Yeah. Um, but didn't come out and say they did happen. Right. Didn't come out and say they didn't happen. Exactly. You know. Uh, but they did say that it's just going to be more of him still kind of trying to figure out how to make the right decisions with the power that he has. Hmm. And hmm. that he's going to be a little bit more of a flawed character and not quite this perfect. Like, But I think part of the appeal to Superman is that he's kind of – he's uh, always been the enormous hall monitor. Mm-hmm. You, know yeah, I mean? yeah. you know, like he's just – he is the the good boy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that, which is why Red Kryptonite – yeah. It's so important because mm-hmm. then he's not the good boy anymore. Right. You know, so if you make him a flawed character, you might as well just throw red kryptonite out the window. Well, it's but not important. Anymore. I think it's because they're going to start with him a little bit younger and figuring out how to be Superman. So right. they're also going to show some of that, like maybe him learning from his experiences, why it's important that he always is the good boy, if you will. Well, and, and I think the thing is, he is so powerful. Mm-hmm. He either has to be good or bad. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of gray area when you're that powerful. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you can't identify with him, or for me anyway. It's right. just like he is the most powerful of all the superheroes. Yeah. I mean, you can make the argument that Green Lantern's just as powerful, but he's not. Right. Um, you know, Superman has no one to ultimately answer to. Green Lantern does. Yeah, that's true. You know, Batman does. You know, even if it's himself, you know, or it's society, Superman doesn't have to answer to society because ultimately if he doesn't want to do what he's doing, he doesn't have to. Um, Batman does because he's still limited by the constraints of society and culture. Superman isn't. Right. You know, I mean. Yeah. I guess it's just. It'll be interesting to see what they do though. Yeah. I I just, I'm so sick of things being ruined. Yes. You know, I mean, it's, you know. Well, I, I, I knew nothing about Jonah Hex, but it was neat to see another comic book character come into the screen. And then once the reviews started coming out, I'm like, hey, way to go, assholes. You ruined another one. Yeah. You know? And I know nothing about Jonah Hex. Nothing about it. But yeah. if it was as terrible as everyone said it is, I don't have any interest in seeing it either, you know? <laughs> That's true, man. <laughs> it's just, you know, they kind of did the same thing with Ghost Rider. But, <sighs> go, but Ghost Rider did have some redeeming, like, moments. Sam like, Elliott. <laughs> Sam Elliott. And, and Nick Cage is – Nick Cage is – 
pretty good at playing the cocky, you know, hotshot character. Like yeah. it was, it was a little bit of fun, you know, and little stuff like eating the jelly beans and just, you yeah. know, little, little bits and pieces like made that movie, uh, not a fucking classic by any means, but made it tolerable. Mm. And I'll occasionally go back and rewatch it mm. just cause it's a fun movie, you know, but it's not, it's no Spider-Man. It's no, um, when well, have you been you know, keeping up with all the casting they're doing for Spider-Man? They just, they keep bouncing stuff around, don't they? Yeah. Well, they've got like his parent. Now they've got his grandparents cast. Right? Isn't uh, what's her name? One of them, Sally, oh, Field, Sally Field, and yeah. Martin Sheen. Yeah, what a weird combination. And then now they're 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 trying to cast his parents because I guess Peter Parker's parents are going to make an appearance in the film, if not even just to, like in flashbacks. And right. I can't remember who I read, but it was like really again. You're like they're throwing all these weird people into the mix. Like they're trying to superstar build it. Kind of, yeah. Like building superstars around an unknown young cast? Kind of, yeah. So basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to recreate Smallville on the big screen because that's what they did. They took a bunch of known actors, built them around. I mean because Ma and Pa Kent were both established actors. Right. Uh, Lionel Luther has been around forever. Yeah. You know, so they took all these older actors and, and that seems to be like in vogue right now. Mm hmm Like they're taking, you know, and I'm trying to think of another show that's uh, done that recently. Like almost obnoxiously, and I, I'm having trouble. Uh, fuck, God, that bugs me. But there's another there's another TV series that that does that a lot, and it's like it's in vogue to come back to television right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Rescue Me does that a lot. Like yeah. they'll throw like well known actors or character actors into roles, and they'll keep popping up. Or they're real Rescue Me is real good at doing it with female. With actresses, like bringing in big name fucking actresses. Oh, yeah. And, well, like Marissa Tom- Tomei was yeah. in and, and uh, Mara Tierney. And, I mean, just a lot of big name fucking actresses they're bringing in and using them. And it's like, wow, where the fuck did they come from? You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, now you know where they came from, but how are they bringing them in? Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. Wow, we've gone way longer than I expected. Really? What are we at? Uh, we're at an hour and a half. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I still got to edit it and get it up tonight because I promised people it'd be up Thursday at the latest, which is tomorrow. <laughs> well done, <laughs> yeah. well done. Yeah, so uh, anything to add before? We don't have any. There's no, don't forget to donate. Yeah. Uh, misinformation.podbean.com. Send us emails, uh, misinformationpodcast at gmail.com. Check out the Cafe Press site, uh, www.cafepress.com slash misinformation. Um, also, if you don't want to go to the donate link, you can just go to PayPal and uh, send donations to misinformationpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. I think that pretty much covers all of it, doesn't yep. it? Yep. Um, and uh, I would like, you know, I just thought of this. Oh, God. I would like to start a new grassroots campaign. Well, what is it? I would like our listeners to try to get Tell Em Steve Dave to listen to our podcast. Because Tell Em Steve Dave recently lost their Little Brother podcast because it just kind of imploded. Yep. Um, and so uh, I would like I would like for our listeners to classily – do it classy. Yeah. Do it classy, Cincinnati. All right? Okay? <laughs> Fucking do it. Don't be obnoxious about it and don't bug them. But I would like for our listeners to start a grassroots campaign to attempt to get Tell Him Steve Dave to listen to our podcast. That'd be amazing. It would be. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. I think if there's a podcast out there that's approachable enough that would be interested in listening to our show because I think the they're similar enough that it'll work. It's those guys. It's those guys. They're help us tell him Steve Dave you're our only hope. Yes. <laughs> I want to get up to that 500 listener mark, man. I really want to do it. Me I want too. It'd That'd be, be a, great. It'd be great to do it first of the year. So don't forget to donate. If we get to 500, we'll have the wives on. 
and yeah. they'll answer your questions. If we get to a thousand, we'll do a UStream show, a live UStream show yes. that will only be available to the people, to the special people. Yes. Yeah, we'll put the in the uh, when we do the the special because we won't record the special bonus podcast until after all of the the donations come in until after the first, yep. and then we'll include the directions on when the UStream show is in, in that, that podcast. Episode. Yes, yeah, or at the very least, we'll email them to. You. Something will happen. I wanted to do something will happen. If we get to a thousand dollars, we do the UStream show. Five hundred dollars gets you the uh, show where you ask our wives questions about us. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be a fucking disaster. I know it's gonna be. I better start being nice now just and, to pat it. And that show doesn't count as the bonus show, right? That's a completely separate show in itself. Yeah. So, like, we'll do a bonus show, and and we'll do the wives segment yeah, on a show for the five hundred. Yep, five hundred. And will that be a bonus show? Will that be a secondary bonus show that only they get to hear? Dude, we should throw like another tier of, of something on there and, and uh, bring back the sexy reading, but make the wives do it. Oh, I'm not <laughs> they wouldn't do no, it. They no. wouldn't do it. She's going to be, she, we're going to have to get her drunk just to answer questions. But then that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Come on, drunkie. Seduce me. What do you got? <laughs> put it, uh, put it in my mouth. Yeah. That's what exactly. I got. <laughs> Here, here's what I got. Nah. But I, you know, I almost think that would be more incentive to say, you put up the money. And we get to, we get to, everybody who donates, everybody who donates before the first gets a bonus cast. Yeah. If we get to 500, you get a second bonus cast with Which our wives answering questions. Yes. You get to 1,000. And you get those you plus know the. Let's make it 750. Yeah, that's more. Let's make it yeah. 750 for the Ustream. Fuck it. We just, we just gave you a Black Friday sale. Yeah. <laughs> 750 <laughs> instead of 1,000. 750 for the Ustream show. Seven fifty for the UStream show. I think that's reasonable. It's a bargain, and that's not even them paying our entire hotel stay at Dragon. Right. That's that's seven fifty. Hotel room's going to be probably around fifteen hundred bucks. So, that's yeah. Let's do that. Seven fifty for uh, for the UStream show. Five hundred for the questions of our um, from the wives. From the wives and anybody who donates before whether we hit one of those uh, milestones or not. Anybody who donates we'll before the, the first gets show. the exclusive bonus show. So there's the potential there to get three bonus shows, yeah, three exclusive bonus shows just by donating, if we hit seven fifty. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. That that no one else can have. No, no one else can have those other shows. Wow, we're just giving shit away left and right. And by giving away, I mean charging for it. Yeah, excellent, <laughs> excellent, excellent. But give whatever you like. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm not saying you don't yeah, have to give ten bucks, twenty yeah, bucks. You no, give for no pressure. Two dollars. I don't give a shit. Just remember, if you give two dollars, pay it up. PayPal is going to take most of that. Yeah, we'll get like four cents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. And don't forget, yeah, don't forget about the Cafe Press. This has been episode 127 of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Love you. We're whores. Yeah, I don't miss you. I don't miss you at all. Please take me back. Yeah. <laughs> Please, you legitimized me. <laughs> Baby loves you. <laughs>